and that be the shot geeky. You and I tuned into the Gemini Yummy episode two. You did representation of Planet Shot. You should know what it is by now. Like I said, man, this is Gemini Yummy episode two. I am your host, the Shive Geek, aka Bruce Parker. Probably one of those two. It don't matter. Now, this week, man, I want to talk about this Jay Z out. So, Jay Z just released his 13th studio album. It's called 444. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was released exclusively on title. And um, in it, he talks about infidelity, uh, Beyonce having stillborns, black wealth, legacy. Um, he reveals that his mom is gay. He talks about fixing credit. He um sends a little jab at Kanye. He references the Solange elevator incident and. He's rapping on the roster beat without appropriating the culture. So, clap for hope, man. It's, it's a dope album. It's a wonderful album. Now, I was personally inspired by this album, and I hope it's a wake-up call to other young black men to boss up. Well, not even just young black men, but young black adults to boss up, man. I'm absorbing it and dissecting it um, still, so I don't have a true review, but I do love it. I get yeah, and I and I said love, not like um, the OJ... I like Kill Jay-Z. I had to listen to it like at least seven times to peel back and even understand that he was talking about Kanye and that he referenced the line. And a lot of people saying that he dissed Future, and I don't feel like he dissed Future. I feel like what he was saying is that had I been going on the same path with these other women, then I would have lost my, you know, I would have lost my woman and I would have had another man playing um, you know, football with my child in the future. So I don't really think that was a diss towards future. I, I just think that was an observation that, you know, Hove needed to get his shit together. And um, so I like Kill Jay-Z, but I loved um, OJ. And actually today I seen uh, a video of him talking about what it meant. And basically it was kind of like how when OJ made it, he kind of like shunned, like he kind of like cut off niggas. He was like, nigga, I ain't black, nigga, I'm OJ. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I made it. Fuck y'all niggas on some shit like that. So it's kind of like that comparison. And that's a song where if you seen it on my Instagram, like, you know, I had the album like five minutes, three minutes after it dropped. Shout out to Hove. I don't have title. I don't believe in streaming still. I will buy the album when it comes out. It's supposed to be, um, hopefully this weekend I'll be able to buy it on iTunes to support the man. You know what I'm saying? But um, the OJ story was the lyrics where he says, don't die over the neighborhood that your mama rented. Take your drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's that's a real powerful quote. I also love Family Feud, the song with um Frank Ocean. Um, it's it's really like this is I ain't gonna lie, it's like an album. Every time I listen to it, I don't feel the need to skip a song. And I'm still like I said, I'm still dissecting and absorbing it, so I don't really wanna give a review, maybe in a couple weeks' time, but I really love this album and I feel like you should you know, you should definitely check it out. And it's definitely an album that I feel like a 47-year-old Jay-Z should be bringing to us. Like, he definitely responded to a lot of what was said on um, Beyonce's Lemonade. Now, I don't know if you listen to Beyonce. I don't know if you heard the Lemonade album. But if you have, then he's, like, directly referencing some of those situations. Even a Becky line. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Clap it up for Jay-Z, man. 444 is a dope album. I bootlegged it, but as soon as I get the chance, I will buy it. Next, Kylie and Kendall Jenner are getting sued for making shirts using musical icons where they put their faces on top of the legends. And um, I don't know why. 
I don't know why they even thought that that would be like a thing that would come with positivity, but Biggie's mom is not having that shit. She um threatened to sue. It's actually a, they are getting sued. I just forgot who, but Ozzy Osbourne's wife was like, "Nah, take that shit down." So it's kind of like if 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 you follow the Kardashians, or I guess they're not Kardashians, but the the Jenners and the Kardashians, in my opinion, they're all cultural appropriators. You know what I'm saying? They're like culture vultures and shit. So I would I'd hate to talk about young women. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Because I know at the end of the day, they're just trying to make a dollar, but it's kind of like, enough with the cultural appropriation. Like, Lee, like, you're not black. I don't care how many niggas dicks been inside of you. Mm, that wasn't politically correct, but I don't give a fuck. You're not black. Leave it alone. Like, stop. You're not us. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop trying to be us. You're not us. You never will be. No matter how much you fix your lips, fix your body. No matter how much rap you listen to. No matter how much rappers you hang around. Like, you're not us. You never will be us. Just let the shit go. Do what you do. Do what y'all do. Just, just stop that shit. And, um... Speaking of the genders, Kanye and 2 Chainz was recently at Disney World. And they took a kiss, kind of like a family photo. Um, Kanye's kids was in it, two Chainz kids was in it. It was, you know, it was a beautiful picture. I didn't like it because I'm not, I don't fuck with Kanye. I don't fuck with the Kardashians, but you know, it was a dope picture, whatever. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because I seen L.A. Reid was um in the picture also, not in that picture, but he was around because he took a picture with Titty Boy and Kanye, and um. Titty Boy had the caption that said basically L.A. Reid signed a duffel bag boys, which I didn't know. So that was something to me, that was something new to me. If you didn't know, then L.A. Reid signed a duffel bag boys. Now, also something if you don't know, L.A. Reid is a he just got fired, and um, he's under a lot of public scrutiny because he got fired for being accused of sexual aggravation or I don't want to say assault, but basically he had these women that was working for him and I guess he was trying to ask him for sexual favors and enough enough of them came forward and they're not having that shit and they got him fired. And I think they're trying to sue him too. So it's sexual harassment. He's getting he got fired because he sexual harasses former employees and that's kinda like Mm, I don't like that. That's weird. That's that's some weirdo shit. I ain't fucking with that. So I don't know what to say about Ellie Reed, man. He did a lot of good in this business. Like he's a he's a very powerful name, but it's 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 sad to see that your legacy will be tarnished because you couldn't keep your dick in your pants and you just I guess wanted to fuck assistance. That's it's that old man. Oh, it's that old man dirty shit. <laughs> I can't fuck with that shit. Now also. Rihanna was in the news recently because, well, she actually caught flack online because she was caught kissing a man that wasn't black. And I say it like that because I'm just making notes of what comes in and out my timeline and shit. And it's kind of like, I guess some niggas was mad that she was with a man that wasn't black. But it's like, I don't think, like, I don't think Rihanna is a type to have a type. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Rihanna is a go-with-the-flow type of woman, and maybe she sees different things in different men. So I'm not surprised at all to see that Rihanna could date outside of her race. And if I'm not mistaken, I thought she dated outside of her race when she dated a baseball player or a soccer player a couple of years ago. But, you know, I don't follow Rihanna like that. I'm not, I don't want, I'm not a fan of Rihanna, so I don't really know. 
you know what I'm saying, what she does. I just know she dated Drake. Drake is one of my favorite rappers. So I do know that much about her, but not a whole lot. And to the men, and to anybody that got an issue with that, it's kind of like a lot of y'all niggas don't even appreciate or like black women anyway. So I don't even understand how you could come out your mouth to say something negative about Rihanna regardless. So that's how I feel about it, man. Shout out Rihanna. Like I said, I'm not a fan, but you know, I respect what you do. Shout out to you. Now, Amber Rose is now with the rapper 21 Savage. I don't know how long they've been together, but this is only noteworthy because I seen that she had a it was a picture taken with it with her son, her and um 21 Savage. And I, I think it's like the same thing people got mad at Sierra about, only I feel like the Sierra situation was justified because she wasn't with Future no more. It had been a long time. Yeah, you know, I think she had since she'd been with Future and you know, she was actually like dating Russell Wilson for a minute before I think those photos started to to, to pop out with, you know what I'm saying, Baby Future and Russell Wilson. And I think at that point, Ciara has enough sense. You know, in my opinion, she had enough sense to know, okay, this is serious. Now I can introduce my kids to this, man. Whatever, whatever. So my thing with Amber Rose is I don't like that she's – I don't like that – like I said, I don't, I don't follow Amber like that. You know what I'm saying? I respect Amber. Shout out to the slut walk. I'm, I'm down from womanism, not feminism per se. You know what I'm saying? But I respect what she does. I just don't understand why anybody would introduce their child to someone unless they knew for sure that they was going to be together for a long time. Like, I feel like for you to introduce your child to someone, in my and I don't have children, but in my opinion, I would assume that would be like a four to five month, six month thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would have to be steady with a person. And from, from what I see with Amber, she's dating different guys at different times. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, it is nothing wrong with that. Like, if you want to be promiscuous, that's cool. Do your thing. I have no issue with that. The issue I do have, though, is that I don't see the point in you introducing your son to these men. And I would say the same thing to Wiz. Like, if you was fucking a different girl... Every week, it's like, why is Sebastian meeting these people? He has, there's no reason for him to meet them, like no reason at all. And from what the pic, the picture from what I seen was kind of like, it's just a real weird situation. Like I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know, I just don't know how to take that. So maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm tripping. Y'all let me know if I'm wrong, but I just don't like, and it's not even just celebrities. I just don't. The kids should not be meeting any and everybody. I think when when you introduce a person to your kids. They have to be, it has to be, like, special. Like, y'all got to be, y'all should be on our love you basis. But age don't come with sense and fame don't come with sense. You know what I'm saying? So that is what it is. That's that's really all I got to say about that. As far as the gaming side of things, um, the Super Bowl of fighting games is this weekend. It's called EVO. It's EVO 2017 and... My game, I won't be attending EVO. I have no desire to attend EVO at all. But my game, Injustice 2, will be featured on, I think they said Saturday. Is they won't even get us. Basically, <laughs> they fucking over Injustice 2. That, that's like the long story short. Uh, predicted winners, though. I mean, let me let me explain that. When I say they fucking over it, I mean, like, it's not going to be on the main stage on Sunday and get the the, the big 
push behind it. But they never give Netherrealm Games that big push, so it's kind of like, I don't even understand why some of the big guys even want to attend EVO. It's like, fuck EVO, make another tournament our EVO, or like, make another Realm Cup or some shit and just do it like that and say, fuck EVO. If they're going to fuck over us, fuck over them. Don't attend. You know what I'm saying? Like, the attendees for Injustice, I think they said it was 800 people. And for Mortal Kombat, in 2015, when Mortal Kombat X came out, it was like a 1,000. Now, granted, there was some input bugs, like, that just got fixed and some other shit going on. But it's like, man, EVO, EVO, EVO should not be the be-all, end-all for Netherrealm Games. I feel like they should leave that up for another tournament. But... Seeing that it is a Super Bowl of fighting games, I'm going to go ahead and go with Sonic Fox for the win. I don't have top eight predictions. I hope my dog skis to do something. Um, and that's really it. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Naomi Skeezer. And I don't fuck with Sonic Fox, but I feel like he going to win. Either him, Scar, or fucking Forever King. Those three. That, that's top three. Matter of fact, that's top three. Sonic Fox, Scar, Forever King, and I hope my dog skis to do something. And other than that, man, I don't really have too much to say about Evil. I just hope that all the fighting game dudes have fun in Vegas. Um, they just made marijuana. They just made, they just made recreation of marijuana legal, so I know motherfuckers going to be loaded and high as fuck. So y'all just have fun, man. Just have fun. Be safe. Enjoy the game. Enjoy spending time with each other and shit. And I wish the best for everybody. Like I said, Sonic Fox for the win. If I had to put my money on that, I'd put my money on Sonic Fox. The character that's going to win Evo, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But, um... We made it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told y'all I was coming back with two. We're coming back every week. I'm going to be here every week. I'm doing this shit every week. So, I hope y'all, y'all ready to vibe, man. I really hope motherfuckers is ready to vibe because this shit is not stopping. This train ain't stopping. It's it's like an ongoing, ongoing train and I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to keep doing this and just... Do it to the best of my ability. You know what I'm saying? Like my dog Titty Boy said, you gotta believe in yourself. Speaking of Titty Boy, I don't know if I talk, I don't know if I spoke on this last. Well, before I even talk about Titty Boy, let me talk about this. Let's bring this shit back to rap right quick. A lot of y'all, well, not a lot. I can say that, but some of y'all might not know that. And I'm not a fan of this nigga as far as like music wise, but you know I'm a hip hop head, so I gotta say like, and I think I said it. But Joe Budden can rap. Like, if you didn't know that, Joe Budden can rap. And I feel like I've already said this, but I'm just saying this shit again. So, if you ever get the shit confused, just know that Joe Budden can rap. You know what I'm saying? Now, I was saying, my nigga Titty Boy came out with that Pretty Girls Like Trap music. In between Pretty Girls Like Trap music and the 444, like, that's what I've been bumping the most. I can even listen to Pretty Girls Like Trap music. Like, after listening to 444, and I, just, I still love it. Like, I love that this nigga Titty Boy got hot with um, Duffer Bag. Well, let me start from the beginning. I love that he was with Luda. Nigga couldn't rap, the nigga was selling bags. Nigga got hot, came out with Duffer Bag Boys, dropped the album, got back cold, went on tour with Wayne, got himself hot by himself. Got signed to Def Jam as a solo artist. 
was popping for like three years, got kind of cold again, then came back out, bro. This nigga Titty Bone came out like, I mean, like reemerged, you know what I'm saying? Like twice. And I just think that's the dopest shit in the world. Like, this nigga Titty Boy really hit a state. You know what I'm saying? I heard somebody say that that nigga's like the godfather of rap. Like, and I really believe that shit with all my heart. You dig? Like, that nigga Titty Boy is here to stay. Um, now, as far as like, let me know what y'all think about this, right? Let me know what y'all think. Apparently, nobody is going to go to jail for the Sandra Bland murder. Um, they acquitted. Okay, let's not even say it like that. Let's just let's just make it like bare bones, like just what it is. Nobody's gonna go to jail for that. And I don't know, I don't know what it's gonna take for like niggas, not even niggas. When I say niggas, I mean black people. For like niggas to realize what the fuck is going on, but. That shit is dirty, man. It's it's really a corrupt system. It's really a corrupt system. And what we gotta do is like my daddy and my mom, you know what I'm saying? Me and my parents have talks, not together, you know what I'm saying? But me and my parents have talks and they put me on the shit, right? And it's like you gotta understand that when you vote, you can't just vote during like the major election for the presidential shit. You gotta vote when, like, as far as, like, community-wise, you got to know, like, who your judge is, who your, like, your district attorney is. You got to know, just got to know all these people in power as far as, like, locally. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where a lot of people get lost. We got to try to vote in the right people, like, locally. But where I live... That wouldn't matter because, you know, they are Republican anyway. But you got to, you know what I'm saying, you have to know what's going around locally. Like, you just got to keep your eyes open for shit like that because these people fucking over us. Like, I, I feel like I've been awoke for the past two years, and it's just the shit that they can get away with is astounding on so many different levels. And you'd be like, how the fuck? Like, how the fuck could they just dismiss that? It's just like the high school guy, um, the black guy that got rolled up in a fucking gym mat a couple years ago. And, bro, this nigga was rolled up in a gym mat dead, nigga. And they, and they talking about they don't know what happened. They came from, like, what the fuck is going on? It's like they just, they erasing us. They, they, they erasing us. They getting rid of us. But, it just takes for niggas to like, you know what I'm saying, do your research, know what's going around you locally, and just know what you can do to stop this shit. Or not even to stop it, like to try to help to prevent this shit. And actually getting out there and making a difference too. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the first the first step you take is just trying to educate yourself and educate those around you. That's what I try to do. I follow people like Sean King. Um, I follow people like my, 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 I want to say my mentor's friend, Cheston, you know what I'm saying? I follow people like D-Ray, 
and it's it's like a whole bunch. I just I just try to stay within the know of what's going on, even if even if I'm not gonna click every single link and read every single article. I just I have to see it just so my brain can at least process the shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause shit, we live like I said, we live in a microwave society where shit just come and go in the flash so fast. But make sure your brain is retaining the needed information. Like every time Trump fucks up. I'm reading about it. Like, every time somebody's getting off for a murder of one of our fellow black people, I'm reading about it. Every riot, I'm reading about it. Every every time some weird shit happened in the high school in the, in the weird part of the country where they tell the kid he can't go to school because his hair doesn't meet guidelines, I know about it. You know what I'm saying? I might not always talk about it, but I'm, I know about it. It's kind of like a rap music. I know all the rappers. Anybody that's relevant, I know. Now, do I listen to the music? No. But I feel like I have to at least know you exist to know, you know what I'm saying, what's going on in the grand scheme of things. And I hate to use that comparison, but that's just what it is to me. It's a lot of things that happen every day. And we just need to know these things. You know what I'm saying? So, that was my spiel. Like I said, man, these podcasts is not going to be like last time. I'm not going to be hitting y'all in the head for like 30 and 40 minutes and shit. And I'm not going to be talking about Maybe I'll bring some some personal shit back, you know what I'm saying, as far as relationship goes, but not now, man. We're going to just strictly keep it at hip-hop and being woke. So, hip-hop, your woke ass, and tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to my podcast, man. This was episode two. This is the Gemini and me. I am the Shive Geek, a.k.a. Bruce Parker, and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can never say that enough. Peace.